What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Dwight Chocolate Podcast. I'm here, Alan, and my co-host, Sean. What's up, everybody? We got big news. Despite it being the middle of the summer, a slow time for basketball, the NBA has continued to just outdo everybody in the headlines. Um, In this episode, we got to start off right away with the big news. Kyrie Irving apparently told Dan Gilbert and the rest of the Cavs that he's requesting a trade. Does not want to play with LeBron anymore. That could be the reason or it could be a a bunch of number things. But the main important thing is for some reason he wants out of the Cavaliers. What are your first impressions on that, Sean? Oh, man. This is huge. I'm so glad that we got to do this podcast on Saturday instead of we usually record it on Wednesday or Thursday Mm because the news was looking a little stale up until now. But, oh, this is so big. I can't believe this. And at first, when I saw it, I was like, there's no way this is real. Like, there's no way Kyrie would want out of Cleveland. This is, like, the best situation outside the Warriors to be in if you're in the Mm -hmm. NBA. I guess he just wants to be the guy. He's tired of playing second fiddle to LeBron. Um, There must have been some unrest uh, over the last year, maybe even uh, last season. Um, Yeah. Oh, man. I just... I, I'm totally shocked right now. Yeah, so my first impression when I saw this news, it kind of just like reminiscent of like the the Shaq and Kobe days. Just right. like I mean, that was Kobe's reasoning. Like he just didn't want to be with Shaq. He wanted to be his own guy. He wanted to show showcase the type of player he could become in this league. But the difference though between those two is Kobe was a little bit older. Um, and they had won three championships. They went, they went to four finals. They were three out of four. And in this case, Kyrie Irving has one championship. He's a little bit younger. And he did have the keys to the Cavaliers at one point. And, I mean, to be fair to him, he was a little younger. Um, but he didn't do much with Cleveland. So it just it seems odd to me that he would want out this soon. I would think maybe maybe in the later stage of his career. Yeah, It'll probably be a better time to request a trade like this, but nonetheless, it looks like it's true. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up that uh, that Kobe comparison because I know Kyrie Irving is pretty close to Kobe. Um, mm-hmm. it, uh, just based off reports, seems like they're pretty good friends. Uh, after they won the championship two years ago, Kobe was the first person he FaceTimed. So it right. makes me wonder if he's talked to Kobe about this before and asked him about when Kobe wanted to be uh, traded away from the Lakers or at least separated from Shaq. Um, and maybe Kobe voiced some sort of, uh, uh, maybe what if, you know, like I would have liked to know what would have happened if I was like just the guy there. And, right. uh, I guess Kyrie's just going to jump on that opportunity if he can. Uh, yeah. Just crazy though. Like, why would you want to leave LeBron? Yeah. I mean, if you just, if we're going to sit on comparing these two, it's like, if you take yourself back to like when Kobe first started expressing disinterest, which plan continued to play with Shaq, this was back in like 20. 20- 2003, 2004, 2005 eventually it happened. But the NBA was did not have a powerhouse team like the Warriors in it. Right. And for Kyrie Irving to want this trade out, I mean, he's essentially saying like, I mean, maybe there's a case where he can, but if he wants to be the number one option, he's essentially saying he wants to go to a team where they're not going to be a championship contender. In my opinion, I think if he's a number one guy at this stage in his career, that team will be will be a fifth seed at best in the east if he goes to an east team yeah in the west i he's gonna be i don't know if he he can lead a team no to the way. playoffs yeah and if he wants to be the guy somewhere it's gonna have to be for like 
Yeah, what would be a good fit for him right now? I'm thinking if he wants to be the guy, the Phoenix Suns are an option. Um, They'll suck if he's their best guy and they have to give up one of Josh Jackson or Eric Bledsoe or maybe even Devin Booker. If they have to give up any of those guys to get him, they're they're not going to get much better. Um, I have... No, you're... Yeah, I mean, if you give up... So that's a trade that supposedly is coming, that's going around the league is sort of like a swap for Eric Bledsoe and a couple other pieces for Kyrie Irving. But the thing is, if that trade does happen, I think that team only gets better by maybe three or four, five wins, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. At best. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie has the potential to just put up 30 a game on that team. He's going to be the primary ball handler. He's going to be the guy running the floor. But, I mean... I don't see it going much anywhere after that. Um, there are also uh, some rumors that the Spurs and the Wolves are big contenders to get him. Yep. Uh, I know him and Jimmy Butler are pretty close, uh, just from articles that I've read. So, I mean, that would be huge if they are able to land Kyrie. That team would be absolutely insane. Yes, that it's insane like if say that does happen it'd be in like a matter of months it would be one of the biggest turnarounds probably since <laughs> like the boston celtics turnaround back when they got ray allen and kevin garnett yeah or even or the boston like your... celtics turnaround now over the last oh, few years yeah. yeah yeah it's it'd be insane if they got that i'm not sure what pieces i mean if i'm the Cavs, i'm trying to get andrew wiggins back mm, man but... after lebron pushed him away just traded yeah. for Kevin Love. Didn't think twice about it. And then he comes back. That would be something. Yeah, you, yeah, I'm not sure what the pieces would be there. Because I think this, the it's almost in a weird place. Because the, the Timberwolves, currently, I was seeing that they actually don't even have a complete team right now. They still need a couple more signings to actually make. Oh, really? To actually round out 12 guys. Huh. So, And they've already made... I doubt. I don't think you can trade Jeff Teague's contract since you just signed that, or any of these other guys. Yeah, I'm not sure how that would work. So essentially, you would be looking to trade Andrew Wiggins, Towns, and some picks. Oh, and Towns? No way. They're not giving up Towns. I'm, no, I'm not saying Wiggins and Towns, but I'm saying you would have to. You're, you're going to have to trade either Wiggins or, or Towns. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Well, I think that if they were going to trade one of those two guys, they. I would think that Carl Anthony Towns is like not tradable at this point. Yeah, agree 100%. Yeah. So now, so we'll say Kyrie leaves. Like, we don't know if he's going to be traded yet. He just really wants to be traded. I mm-hmm. mean, Kobe's voice wanting to be traded before never happened. Um, right. If he does get traded out of Cleveland, are the Celtics now locking up the East? Initially, I want to say yes, because I don't know what the Cavs would get in return. And what I'm thinking, if they get Wiggins in return or they get Eric Bledsoe and like a couple pieces, I think the I think the Celtics are going to they're going to beat the Cavs in the Eastern Conference. But it's going to be close. I'd say they beat them in six games. But yeah, you have to get a lot of good pieces back to make up for losing Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie, it's it's tough to replace a guy that good unless you're trading him straight up for another guy. Like, I know people were ex- – this. there's nothing behind this, but people were talking about that it would be – like the salaries work out if they did a DeMarcus Cousins-Kyrie Irving trade straight up. Mm. If a trade like that happened, I think, I, I think the Cavs would still lock up the East. 
But if it's a trade where you get a lesser guy and a couple scrap pieces, I think the Celtics are going to take it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think that LeBron is great, but he can't completely defeat that team on his own. Like, he's going to need no. some help. Kevin Love's looking like he's declining a little bit. So, um, yeah, that would be really it, tough for him to just solo the Celtics now that they've added yeah, so it, many pieces. Right. I mean, Kyrie Irving just brings such a such a dimension to your team in terms of like his offensive ability, but also like his ability on defense to just chase guys around. He's so quick on his feet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, his offensive ability alone just beats up on some of the some of these awesome point guards we have in the league. Totally. And that's going to that's definitely going to be missed, especially considering that the Cavs are essentially a team designed to beat the Warriors or whatever team out west. Yeah. So you want you want good wings and you lose one of your one of the best wings out there, your team's going to hurt in that matchup. Yeah, it's brutal. Do you think any part of this has to do with Kyrie seeing his NBA 2K18 rating? Oh, I did see that. I did see a couple memes about that going around. And I was like, I can't believe I didn't realize that. But th- there is some truth to it. He, he looks and he's like, man, Paul George is a 91 and I'm a 90. Oh, oh no. <laughs> he probably sees yeah. himself as a 95 or something like that. Him and him and Embiid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually thought those ratings were a little bit a little bit higher than I than I felt they should have been. At least not well, not for Paul. I thought Paul George was just right. I kind of I didn't think Embiid would be that would be over eighty five. Yeah, he must have shown just enough. But yeah, Kyrie not happy with that ninety, not good enough. You know, right? And I mean, I I'll give him kudos for being um, confident in himself. But at the same time, there was a lot of periods in the regular season where he did not show up where he where the Cavs dropped a couple games that well Kyrie if you looked at it it was like LeBron James was always a consistent force but Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving just kind of would fall asleep at points in the regular season yeah true so yeah we'll see where this leads this will be exciting to watch over the next few days uh see where Kyrie might land that'll really shake up the foundation of the NBA again uh, yeah but uh going back to the I Cavs got- Wait, before we move on from, I got one one question yeah, for sure. you. What are, what are the chances you think that Kyrie Irving actually gets traded out of the East? Do you think Ooh, it's very likely? Out of the East. Um. So just based off the teams that he's rumored to go to, like the Suns, the Wolves, the Spurs, I'm gonna put it at like a. It's pretty high. I'll say like 75 percent. He goes west. Right. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking. Yeah, 75 to 80 percent. Like very likely. Yeah, because it seems like. Uh, as far as East teams go, the Bucks would be the most likely landing spot for him. Uh, they have offered up packages including Jabari Parker. Um, so that just seems like the best deal that the Cavs would get in the East. So I'm thinking the West is more likely for him. Yeah. Just, just make that All-Star game a little easier for those East players to make. Yeah. That'd be crazy. You you would have Kimba Walker as your starting point oh guard. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're right. Or maybe maybe uh maybe oh, Der- oh, Derek Rose, Derek Rose <laughs> making a comeback. Possibly. So I'm not ex- I'm not as excited as I was about this anymore. After the, obviously because of the Kyrie Irving, because I actually was pretty excited when I heard that Derek Rose could potentially go to the Cavs. Yeah, I was like. I was like, dude, Derrick Rose would be a badass backup 
um, oh, completely. for Kyrie Irving. And you'd lessen his injury chance so much more if you're limiting his minutes to just bench minutes. Right. And, I mean, the Cavs were lacking that. They, when Kyrie, when you, it was all, like, um, Tyron Lue was put in a position where you had to pick and choose who to take out, whether it was Kyrie Irving or LeBron, because he couldn't mm. possibly take both of them out because this, the team was just lacking a playmaker. Right. Which is, which is, which is crazy because the guy that they really missed last year in the finals was like Matthew Delanova, a guy who could handle the ball and was scrappy. Not that Derek Rose is an equivalent to that, but Derek Rose brings that abilities. He's a good ball handler. He can get his own, his, he can get his own bucket. Yeah. Um, he's aggressive to the rim. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, and he wasn't that uh, inefficient last year either on the Knicks, mm-hmm. uh, 47% shooting. Um, I mean, his three wasn't great, but, I mean, you're not looking for him to completely replace Kyrie, um, or were they? Uh, it depends on how long they were look. They were. Uh, they knew that Kyrie wanted out. Maybe they were looking at Derrick Rose just being his replacement. Uh, but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, he'll give them something um, if he ends up uh, staying with the Cavs, going to the Cavs. Right. I mean, it's definitely. I think Derrick Rose brings a lot more to the table than Darren Williams. I. Darren Williams, I was sad to see him out there in the finals or in the playoffs, just like, just like a ghost of himself, yeah, just, just like right, just completely falling off. You see those and, memes of like Chris Paul's has as many field goals in the NBA Finals right now as Darren Williams. He's shooting like right. zero for fifteen through four games. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh man, this is so sad. You used to be so good. You're gonna be the next John Stockton for the Jazz, and that all fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching him just light up the Lakers back in the, I don't, I, I want to say the 2008 playoffs or the yeah. 2009 playoffs. Yeah, one of those. Um, it was like Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer. I think Kyle Korver was still on that squad too. Ah, young Kyle Korver. Yeah, and they gave the Lakers a lot of problems. Yeah. In that playoff series, and then just like contrasting that to that this last NBA Finals. Oh man. Yeah. But. So it's interesting though because this Derek Ro- the way we the way you look at this Derek Rose signing is like you look at it as in like if Kyrie Irving stays this is so this is great like I think it's a good move mm-hmm. but if if Kyrie Irving is leaving and you're essentially bringing Derek Rose in to be either the backup point guard or the new starting point guard <laughs> it's like oh yeah this is terrible there's, there's no way that would end well if he had to start oh he would make it like ten games yeah. Not good. I mean, it's kind of, it's the Cavs. How, I don't know. I don't understand how this all kind of just fell apart. Yeah, it seems everything like. Everything seemed to be going really well for them. Like, you made it to the right. finals three straight years. Yeah, and, and like, your team isn't really going anywhere. Like, you simply just had to upgrade a couple little pieces, and then you're back, you're right back into it next year. Like, I don't think the Celtics were enough to dethrone the Cavs heading into this next season not at so all. you just kind of you just kind of keep that and you say like this signing this Derek Rose signing you add that you, you you just made your team a little bit better um and then it seems like it way this happened after like after the finals where Dan Dan not Dan Gilbert um Griffin David Griffin the general man yeah. yeah David Griffin for whatever reason doesn't they had they had that fallout so he's gone so you don't have a general manager for the entire off season oh, dude this front office is such a mess yeah like LeBron it, is literally the front office 
Exactly. It's it's almost as if like you're like this you're like this underfunded AAU team or something <laughs> and like you're just like you're scrapping for volunteers now to come in and make make decisions for your team. Yeah, just cuz you have the best player in the world, but you have none of the resources cuz you have to pay him everything. Yeah. I mean, and in rooting from this, I mean, everybody keeps talking about that this is a sign that LeBron James is leaving, that like Kyrie Irving is requesting this because LeBron James is leaving. Mm, I I don't buy into that at all. I I think that people want to speculate that because they want to see some huge move for LeBron, but I believe too much in his loyalty to Cleveland. I think that uh, I think that it's just a rumor created by people. Um, I think the main reason is because Kyrie didn't want to play with LeBron anymore. He was tired of being overshadowed by him. I think it's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Yeah. I, I I agree with you 100%. And the reasons for that is because when you when you think back to when LeBron James decided to come back to Cleveland, he essentially kept that a secret from everybody, including Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. and much of uh, the Cavaliers' ownership. He didn't tell anybody that that was on his mind. And so Kyrie Irving signed his ex- extension not knowing that LeBron James was coming back. True. So what I'm thinking is Kyrie Irving signed that extension off the thought that that moving forward, he was going to be that franchise player and the team was going to get better as he developed as a player. Yeah, and they were going to build around him instead of now, two weeks later, you're like, oh, LeBron's here. Yeah, sorry, we're going to completely build around him and you're just going to be his second fiddle. That probably stung a little bit. I mean, a lot of these NBA players have a big ego. Um, So he's just sucked it up for a while and I guess now he's just finally had enough. Yeah. Kind of interesting to me though because, I mean, you're you're put in a winning situation like you've gone to the NBA Finals more times in your young career than most players have in their entire NBA right. career. Yeah, like Chris Paul for example. Right, you you got like a lot of good players in this league that have not been to an NBA Finals. Like, I mean, yeah, you got the guys like Anthony Davis, but. There's guys out there. Definitely. I, can't think of them. I don't think Demarcus <laughs> Cousins even made it to the playoffs. Oh yeah, Demarcus <laughs> Cousins never even made it to the playoffs, and he's a he was. I mean, a top T. He, he probably probably is still a top ten player in this league. Oh yeah, as far as numbers go, mm-hmm. definitely. But I don't know. You think we've talked about the Cavs enough? <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll see what the the other uh, twenty nine teams in the NBA got going on this week. Yeah, well, go ahead, list them off. Yeah, list sure. off your favorite right. free agents. Um, well, let's start with a trade that happened uh, earlier last week. Uh, CJ Miles traded to the Raptors for Corey Joseph in a side-and-trade deal. Um, gives the Pacers a little more uh, depth to their roster. Um, yeah. What do you think of this trade? Meh. Uh, meh. It's meh. Yeah. And it's, CJ Miles is a good shooter. He's He's a good player, I think. It gives it gives Kyle Korver and Demar Derozan a little bit more space to operate with and somebody to kick it out to. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a good trade. Yeah, I mean it's even I, I for like sure. It. Like the Pacers lose CJ Miles, sure, but I mean getting something back in return, like you wouldn't think you'd get something back in return for a guy that's more of a role player. Right, and I mean it's just another sign that that's where teams in the NBA are heading. Like mm. if you're a good shooter, then you there's a spot on the team for you and there's minutes for you. Yeah. Especially if you can shoot the, especially if you're a good spot up three shooter. Yeah, I mean, fifty point eight percent from corner three last year, 
that's yeah. that's a pretty good spot. Just like wait in the corner for your turn to shoot. Exactly. You got Demar Derozan attacking the basket, Kyle Korver, and then you just got him, CJ Miles, just you know, just waving his hand up. Hey, man, right here. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that will be cool. Um, just yeah. a little depth move for both teams. Yeah. Um, so, well, I was just gonna say, I think going off from that, the mo- one of the more interesting signings was Rondo to the Pelicans. Yeah. Okay. One year, three point two million there. Uh, most likely play back up to Drew Holiday, the superstar. Mm-hmm. Their superstar point yep, guard. Superstar point guard, best deal of the entire free agency. Yeah. Um, yeah. What What do you think? Does this Does this raise their stock? Um, I think it does slightly. Okay. I th- I think this really puts them in the conversation to be a s- seven, six, or eight. Hmm. I mean. Not that they weren't already, but it just makes it that much more competitive for everybody down there. Yeah, I think it helps. I think it takes some pressure off of Drew Holiday being the guy. Like, mm-hmm. when you're paid that much, I feel like you have this expectation, like, this is my time to shine, you know? Like, I need to yeah. prove to everyone that I'm deserving of this contract. And right. um, having a veteran to back you up when you have those off games, it, it kind of uh, takes away a little bit of the sting if you're not having a good night right and then i mean rondo's been there he's had to distribute the ball to guys of of like high magnitude like back in the paul pierce and kevin garnett like he had to get those guys the ball where they wanted it yeah true Uh, he has plenty of experience um the funniest thing for me would be if rondo ended up becoming the starter halfway through the season and you got you got 25 million a year drew holiday coming off the bench yeah very i could see that <laughs> happening could what do you, what, it could happen yeah it's yeah i agree it's not out of this it's not like a wild thought it's not like you look at how good rondo was in the playoffs last year for the two games he's and you're like this guy still can ball uh in yeah. the right circumstance so it could happen i don't know i think i think that's something to watch for Hmm. i agree i mean it could just be that the pelicans don't need a shooting point guard like all they needed was just a dude to feed that ball and then yeah Maybe a couple guys step up and knock down some threes. Some of your two guards and your and your wings. Right. Yeah. Definitely. And Rondo is definitely the pass first type of point guard. Drew Holiday yeah. kind of is. He, he's not looking to shoot every time down the floor. Uh, yeah. And I think he's bought into that system. He knows that Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins are the guys you need to get the ball to. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we'll see. Definitely playoff contenders for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, moving on here, um, the Bulls have unfortunately picked up David Nwaba's contract, and now he will be a Chicago Bull for the next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Lakers experiment didn't work out for them with a risk, yeah, yep. move. Kendall Marshall but, all over again. Exactly. But, I mean, good for David Nwaba. I mean, this is a young guy. He's worked. He's worked hard to break into the NBA. He was undrafted. He got that 10-day contract with the Lakers and got it upgraded. So I mean, good for him. He's going to a team where he's gonna get he's gonna get shots, he's gonna get minutes. The Bulls aren't looking to do anything special. <laughs> um, yeah. Neither were the Lakers, so I don't know what you're I talking mean, it, about, man. <laughs> They're gonna do I such mean, amazing things this year. Well, we'll see. Uh David Wall was a cool guy. He's from Southern he's a Southern California native, as you know, he went to your 
Olama Mater. Yep. Cal Poly. Cal Poly San, San Luis, Luis Obispo. Obispo. Yep. So good for him. Yeah, and then uh, who knows? Maybe he just he gets enough minutes there to improve his game a lot, and he comes back to the Lakers next year, and uh, all is well. Oh, he makes the Eastern Conference All Star team. Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's my dream. Oh, that would be something. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, might as well. Kyrie's leaving. Someone's got to play a point guard. <laughs> so cute. So. One thing I was looking at, so the Jazz are spending that money that that got that hole of money that's left now that Gordon Hayward's gone. Yeah. So you pick up Jonas Jerbeko, um, Udo, Tobolsefalosha. Yeah, all on two year deals, uh, for pretty pretty good value, honestly. Yeah, um, it's that's good. Yeah, when you're looking at guys getting paid like twenty, thirty million, um, getting three quality like defensive players, um they're going to be a pain to play against with the roster yeah. that they're building. Uh, I think yeah, we kind of touched on this a little last week, just saying like the Jazz are just going to play with such spite because they're so mad that Hayward left. They're just going to make everyone, everyone's game a living hell. They're going to score like 70 points a game, and they're going to make you score around the same amount. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, they could they could probably take that. They could probably form that at same identity that like the Grizzlies have had the last couple of years, where they're just just scrappy dudes that just make your life a living hell. Like they can't they can't knock down shots at a high rate, but they'll they'll hold you down to like eighty points, seventy points. Yeah, it'll be kind <laughs> of fun. I'm I'm interested to see how good they can be defensively. Um, I mean, bringing on Cephalosha, I think, is the biggest defensive piece of the three. Uh, that guy's mm-hmm. always been known as a gritty defender. Um, mm-hmm. The shot's not quite there, but that's not what they're going for. Um, yeah. So I actually made another Jazz bet this year. Last year, I made a bet that the Jazz would make the playoffs, and I was humiliated with that one. Yeah. I made another bet this year that they're not going to make the playoffs uh, oh. with my roommate, and I'm feeling much more confident about this one this year. Yeah. Yeah, so I might get my revenge there. I can't believe you bet it against him last year. Not only did they make the playoffs, like they almost made it to that second. And the second. they beat well, my not... favorite team. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. that that bite that bit me in the butt. But yeah, this year everything will be evened out. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I kind of I think I wouldn't be too surprised if they if they end up um, if. You know, like anything's possible in the regular season. Say the Denver Nuggets get a couple injuries, or the Trailblazers do, and they lose, they they go on all of a sudden they lose like six out of ten or something. Mm. <laughs> that could give the the Jazz enough wiggle room to sneak in there and take that eighth spot. Um, mm, you're really pulling for them, man. You're really pulling for them. Or do you not? You don't think you would you not? You don't even have them within range of the no, eighth seed, dude. You gotta score. You gotta score. They can't True. score. They're I put them at like a tenth seed, honestly. Tenth seed. Yeah. They just they don't have anybody. They have Rudy Gobert. Yeah, and he'll get fifteen to twenty rebounds a game and that that's fine, but <laughs> they got Rodney Hood. Uh, Rodney Hood. Yes, the, the development of Rodney Hood. Yeah, that man has developed. And <laughs> I mean they they had they picked up Dante X some couple years ago now yeah he, he yeah, hasn't been he's playing been very too good, quiet but... for two years yeah um well, he, he's, he's coming young, he's young though i'll give you that mm-hmm. 
So he could still so, develop. Yeah. I mean, heading into this season, he'll now be like 21 years old because he yeah. was on the younger side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I think I mean, he was drafted when he was 18, uh, kind of like uh, Frank Nielakina was uh, this year for out of France. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, no, I'm not even going to. No, you can't convince <laughs> me. I know what you're trying to do. Nope, it's not happening. Yeah. I'm sticking well, to my you're... guns. Okay, you're a faithful man to your bet. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the same way Nick Collison somehow uh, yes pulled more money out of the thunder <laughs> so he can continue warming up benches and high-fiving guys hey man he's such a friendly guy how can you not want him around yeah he's there he's there and he got he gets one more year to just hang out and be an nba player good times yeah and then you got jonathan simmons signs with magic three-year 20 million another guy that you know i'm happy for him another guy went undrafted I'm not sure if you are familiar with his story, but he essentially paid $150 to try out for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, it was like a walk-on, right? Right. Yeah. I remember so, um, he got on my radar actually the very first game of the regular season last year. Yeah. I was watching the Spurs, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy crap, who the heck is this guy? He's making these crazy dunks. He's making mid-range jumpers. I think he scored like 20 points in his first ever NBA game. Uh, yeah, I was just like, wow, this guy, he's going to be like the next big deal. And, um, you yeah. know, he he definitely cooled off, obviously, um, but mm-hmm. he still became a solid contributor on that team for coming from nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this this deal is well deserved for him. He'll actually get a lot of playing time on the Magic who don't really have much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think this is great for for both sides, really uh, sucks for the Spurs. But, you know, yeah. The guy had to go where the money was. Yeah. I, I, I just really don't know what's going on with the Spurs. I mean, I would think Jonathan Simmons is a guy you try to get back. But, well, what probably happened is the Spurs try to get him back, but on a value deal. And yeah, Simmons totally. It's probably, probably a good. looks like he's, I mean, he got a good contract out of this. So, yeah. Good for I him. Think, yeah. Well deserved. Definitely. Um, definitely. Like him and Aaron Gordon on the same team. There's going to be some good highlights. There's going to yeah. be some crazy dunks going on in Orlando. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, the Spurs got Ginobili back. Yay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel excited about that. I, I and Nor should you. Yeah, I just don't understand like why. Because he's Maybe just he, a legacy just thing. Because, I don't know, he wants to play basketball. He's helped you out for, what, 15, 16 years now? Like, you, yeah. you keep him around just until he feels like retiring, you know? Yeah, it's like just kind of being like a family, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. It's just like a legacy thing. I mean, Ginobili can play, but he the man can't play an 82 game season. Like he's no. not going to be the re- the reason you go from being a four seed to a third or a second seed. No, you'll you'll see his minutes reduced significantly this year from last year, even um, just because he's old. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, his, he still provides some good veteran leadership, some good teaching that he can give to the right. younger guys. Um, the intangibles yeah of course all the intangibles great locker room guy you know so yeah i uh yeah yeah. i'm i'm not sad about that at all i think i think it's fine yeah i'm not excited about it but (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyways then you got well the last thing that i guess was a big story early last week was carmelo anthony whether he was going to get traded or not. And I actually thought by the time we made this podcast, that that would be our number one. Yeah, headline. true. Yeah, because Carmelo, but, yeah. 
Kyrie definitely overshadowed that, but Carmelo's been very. Uh, it seems like he's been very adamant in getting out of the New York Knicks organization completely. Yeah, and the trade with like we talked last 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 podcast like that Carmelo to the Rockets seems like it's it's a very difficult thing to work out, and now the rumors are starting up that maybe he goes to Portland. Yeah, I, I've heard that he doesn't really want to go there though. Uh, even though like Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, that's a good team. If you add yeah. Carmelo to it, I, I'm not sure what his uh, like what he's what he's thinking, not wanting to go to the Blazers. Maybe he just hates Oregon. He doesn't want to live there. <laughs> Maybe too much rain. I, I, too much rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, I w- I would think it's a good spot. I would say why not? I mean. If I was Carmelo, I would I would try to either go to the Cavs. Yeah, does it or like, so oh, does Kyrie Irving leaving make Carmelo Anthony to the Cavs a much more likely scenario? I mean, it's if I was Car I'm sure Carmelo would want to. If I was him, I would want to be in the Cavs. I'm just not sure how you would work that out. You would yeah. need you you need to bring a third team in. Yeah, sure. Um yeah, maybe a third team like the Suns potentially. Yeah, but if I'm the Cavs, I Carmelo Anthony for Kyrie Irving is not a good trade. Like, no. Carmelo Anthony, Kyrie Irving, and a couple scrap pieces? No. Like, I like the scenario that some people have thrown out where it's Eric Bledsoe and Carmelo Anthony. The, that seems oh, that a lot go to better. the Cavs? Yeah. And then what would uh, – where would Kyrie go? Would you go to the Suns or the Knicks in that scenario? That's, hmm. I, th- I think it would be either or. Okay. More probably Probably the Knicks, though. But see, that's the thing. I'm not sure how that how that all works out. I guess the Knicks would have to get, end up giving up. Um, what's his name? The French guy's name? Oh, Neil Akina. Neil Akina. Yeah. And some picks. They don't have any other players to give up. What about Tim Hardaway, them. dude? Oh, you. Yeah, no <laughs> one's gonna take that, <laughs> that ridiculous contract. Oh, so bad. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe someone. Yeah, no, they they couldn't do that. I, they've already just they've already signed him to that. They just did that. Yeah, you can't trade that contract until yeah. at least January. And even then, I doubt there's going to be any takers for at least a year or yeah. two on that. <laughs> so, at this point, if you can't find a home for Carmelo Anthony, and he just ends up staying on the Knicks, does he even play for them? Like this upcoming season, he has to, right? Or can he just yeah. like sit on the bench and just whine about it some more? I mean, you can. I mean, essentially, you can't. Somebody can't force you to play. So if you if you're just like, oh, my leg hurts, my leg hurts, and you just <laughs> shoot terrible. Like yeah. they're gonna have to take you out. I mean, it doesn't look good for your reputation. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, and it, it just it's it sucks. And I don't know what Carmelo Anthony is thinking. Like there should I I I would have a sense of urgency considering that like he doesn't have many years left in the league. Yeah. So to just kind of waste an, another season just hanging around the bench. Uh, yeah, it just it looks so bad, and it's like you're you're a grown adult man, and you're whining so much about playing basketball. Like you're playing basketball for a living. Like why do you care that this much about where you play? You know, like are you being yeah. abused there? Like I don't yeah. I don't understand like why this is such a big deal for him. And he just get he just is such a baby about this whole thing. Yeah, and I had the, I had a feeling that this was going to happen back when he signed this the extension that he's on right now, a couple years ago. Yeah, and everybody was speculating the same thing, like why, why, like there's no way he's going to resign with the Knicks. Like why would he stay there? Mm-hmm. There's no upside with them right now. Um, right. But he ended up doing it, 
banking on the chance that Phil Jackson was going to come in and make some changes, mm-hmm. which already seemed unlikely at that time because of the contracts they had and the lack of some lack of picks. Um, so everything that you wanted to speculate a couple of years ago when he signed that extension is actually coming true. Yeah, next... definitely. And it'll be interesting to see if Kyrie Irving finds himself in a similar situation a few years down the road if he goes to a crappy team. And he's like, no, I, I liked actually being on a winning team. That was pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, the guy isn't all it's cracked up to be. Yeah, yeah. I thought I just, I thought I just had his. If Kyrie Irving really wants out of the Cavs, I think he should instead of like looking to Kobe, he should actually look to well, the situation that happened with Shaq. Mm, yeah, true. Shaq got traded from the Lakers, but Shaq didn't get traded to a team that was that gave that gutted their whole team for him. He actually. Yeah, they were actually able to work out a really good deal to where Kobe got his team where he was able to get the points and then eventually led that young Lakers squad to two championships. But And Shaq went to Miami and essentially mm-hmm. was only there for a year and then earned his yeah, championship. Yeah, he got his and with the, Wade, yeah. Yeah, and the Heat were always playoff, play, good, a good playoff contender for a couple of years when he went to that situation. Right, yeah. So, so yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I think... Um, at this point, Carmelo, going back to Carmelo, I think he's really looking at rockets or bust at this point. Yeah. He's set on that. I don't think he really understands how complicated it is to get him there. He's just like, make it happen. I don't care. Uh, without like thinking about how hard this is on all the front offices. Yeah. And I can't I can't see it happening. I, 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 I'm willing to bet that that deal does not happen. The only way Anthony finds himself in a Rockets jersey is if either he gets paid, he gets bought out, or he just waits it out until this extension is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carmelo Anthony's gonna have his own NBA lockout season, where he just doesn't yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. It's just it seems way too complicated. Like, and if it does happen, like somebody's gonna get a terrible side of it. Right. Yeah. But good story but- to watch, though. We'll see. Mm-hmm. A long time till the season starts, so anything can happen. Yep. And then, so, I mean, that's it for free agency news. So now let's get back to the big baller stuff. Yes. The summer league. It's been too long since we talked about Lonzo. Too long. Yeah. So I wanted to start the show off with this, but Kyrie Irving and like a couple of these free agent trade deals were actually pretty yeah. exciting. We're going to end it off with a bang, though. Yeah. So the Lakers won the, the summer league. And I said that going into this, I was like... Man, I really hope, I really hope the Lakers win this summer league. Like it would be great for them. But I didn't oh, think it, they'd actually. I didn't think they'd actually like. I didn't think Magic would actually get the guys and actually want to shoot for this mm-hmm. since summer league. Yeah, like essentially becomes a back burner for most teams. Yeah, historically nobody cares about it. Yeah, but the Lakers did it, and Lonzo Ball got named summer league MVP. Uh, Kuzma was the MVP of the finals, so. It's a prophecy for uh, what's to come. Orlando becomes the regular season MVP and Kuzma becomes the finals MVP. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh, man. It's... But it is just, so it's... it's so amazing that Lonzo actually fulfilled this prophecy. Yeah, I, I am super excited. Um, I was like, I knew. So back in like December, like Lonzo, it's like Lonzo Ball is like this kid. He's super good. He's going to be a top five draft pick, but other than that, he might just be good, but not great. Not amazing. Yeah. Um, 
But now these last couple months, the NCAA championships, the draft, the interviews, and this summer league just really made me jump on this, like on the Lonzo Ball bandwagon. Yeah. Like he, I think he's going to be a really good player. Like yeah. I am really excited it's now. It's like you hate him because of all of the big baller brand stuff. And you're like, you right. deserve to fail because you're so prideful. But really, he's not the one that's prideful. He's just playing his game. And he's just showed to everybody how good of a player he can really be. Like, yeah, how high would you put his ceiling at right now? Like, could he make the All Star game within a few years? No, I think that I think that's a definite. Unless, I mean, nothing's guaranteed. Obviously, there's like the chances of injuries. But if you if he is a consistent player, like he doesn't get injured, no major injury occurs. I think we we will see him in the All Star game. Yeah, three years. I think three years. I, I completely agree. Just. When you watch him play, like his court vision seems to be on a whole nother level, uh, yep. at a at a high caliber NBA level. Really, mm-hmm. sure he's playing against rookies and second year players, but when you just when you watch him play, like he just knows the right pass to make in pretty much every mm-hmm. situation. Which you can't teach that. You can't teach your vision. You can't teach those intangible things. Right. Uh, you can teach how to jump shoot. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so if he works on that and he already has this amazing passing ability, um, sky's the limit for him. Yeah. And I, I, the first, the first thing that I really, I liked about him was like, he's also on the, on the, on the bigger side of a point guard. Yeah. He's six like, foot I think six. He's six, six yeah. foot six. So he's like, so when I saw him, I was like, okay, he could play, be like a Sean Livingston type guy. And this is like back in like December, I didn't really know how good he could be i was like okay he can be like a sean livingston style guy but after the summer league i'm like yeah he is going to he's gonna he's gonna stand out because one of because of his size his court vision um his quickness i think he's yeah he's gonna be an all-star in this league um without question yeah without question how kuzma looks so good too like Lonzo Ball didn't even play in the Summer League Championship game. Kuzma was the mm-hmm. one running that show. He, what did he have? Did he have 30 points in that game? I think right. it was. And yeah. yeah, it wasn't even really close. They, I mean, they, uh, they had a few scares in the fourth quarter, uh, where where it got to within uh, single digits, but they ended up taking it pretty handily. Yeah, and I like kuzma he he reminds me he reminds me a lot of jordan clarkson like his demeanor and the way he like kind of carries he's like yeah. a quiet guy but he's very confident he's, he's and bigger aggressive. than jordan clarkson too so he has a little more size yeah um and yeah he can just score man he has yep. no fear yeah and i i'm like i'm really excited about this season now <laughs> and it's crazy because i'm i was like one of the guys who's like yes i'll look at summer league but i'm not gonna take it i'm not gonna make too much out of it Right. But, I mean, the Lakers made me a fan of the Summer League. Oh, now, for too. sure. They made a lot of people fans of the Summer League, I think. I think without the Lakers, uh, I don't think the Summer League is much of anything. Right. That And that's so it's such a funny thing that I, I tell people. I'm like, yeah, so the, there's a Summer League champion and a Summer League MVP every year. <laughs> but and it Nobody never gets knows. talked about. Yeah, it never gets talked about on like national sports news. Yeah. And that now it's and like now, on the forefront of ESPN when it happens. Right. Yeah. It's such a funny thing. So I also wonder like, oh man, maybe it could just be like it's just hype. Oh my you gosh, know? yeah. But, but at the same oh, I'm time I'm so excited now. Like 
Mm-hmm. I'm just so ready to watch Lonzo Ball play in the NBA. Yeah, I am too. I, I'm I'm excited to see what this team does. And this is the reason why I didn't want the Lakers to go out there and sign like any big time veteran like Rondo. Because mm. I, I just want I want they should they need to let Lonzo Ball just play. Yeah, they can't have that backup that they're just gonna bring in like halfway through the season and be like, Okay, we just need a veteran now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just need Lonzo to be the guy and make sure that he doesn't feel like there's any pressure behind him to not be the guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so here's an interesting thing that I, that I found. So the Vegas Rookie of the Year odds came out. Ooh. Um, and so they have Lonzo Ball right now. Do they have him as number one? Is he? The I think, one? yeah. Okay, so Lonzo Ball is five, uh, five to two. So two and a half to one pretty much odds to win rookie of the year and then you have dennis smith jr jumping to three to one yeah after that spectacular summer league he had too wow yeah dennis smith was not on anybody's radar like i i saw his name you know on all the draft like prospects and stuff and i was like oh solid guy yeah and then didn't really think much of it he has freakish athletic ability like he gets yeah. up there for his dunks. Um, I I can see him being a, a slam dunk champion in the All Star game definitely within the next few years. Right. Um, a lot of the concern around Dennis Smith though is his ability to stay healthy, uh, long term yeah. on a long term. Uh, mm-hmm. I think his landing mechanics are really poor. Uh, when mm-hmm. you watch him play, like he gets up there, and then when he comes down, he lands really awkwardly on one leg usually, uh, which was mm. what really brought Tracy McGrady's career to an early end too, and how, why he'd get, yeah. keep getting hurt because his landing mechanics were bad. So if Dennis Smith Jr. can work on his landing mechanics, hopefully he can have a long, successful NBA career. I hope so. I mean, uh, if there's anything I – I love sports, but there's, there's one thing I don't like about it is things like that. Or it's like you constantly guys that are like super talented and exciting to watch, but they just can't keep themselves healthy. Um, and for little things like that, things that maybe they weren't aware of. But that's good that people know about this for Dennis Smith. Maybe he can work on it. Yeah, hit up it, help, it helps room. to be playing in the internet age when people are analyzing your game from a thousand different angles. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyone else so on looking this at, uh, list uh, stand out to you? Well, I'm just looking at it, and it says that like Lonzo Ball has the highest odds, Dennis Smith the second highest. Like I'm thinking, by the time June comes around, do you think Dennis Smith gets that many votes? Hmm. I mean, well, it's just gonna depend, you know. Yeah. It's all gonna depend on how they play throughout the year. Um, right. Do you do you think Dennis Smith plays well enough to be that second? He'll second vote he'll getter? get the opportunity, definitely being on the Mavericks, because uh, he'll be the guy there. Uh, sorry, Yogi Ferrell. But uh, I think he does have a good chance to get rookie of the year just with the amount of stats I think he'll put up in a game and the way he'll do it, the flashiness, the the high-powered dunks, the drives, uh, the speed. Mm-hmm. I think that will give him a good chance. Um, but at the end of the day, if Lonzo and the Lakers have a better season than the Mavericks, uh, Lonzo's definitely the favorite to get the rookie yeah. of the year. That's so true because the Mavericks, well, the Mavericks still have Dirk, but Dirk is maybe not that big of a force anymore. So the Mavericks and the Lakers, at first I thought the Mavericks were going to blow the Lakers out of the water heading into this regular season. (laughs) 
But now I think the Lakers and the Mavs and the Suns, like, and the Kings, like, there's going to be that fight. Right. I mean, obviously, they're not fighting for anything. They're not fighting for a playoff spot. But, yeah, it would be interesting. I hope the Lakers finish above the Mavericks and Lonzo Balk has himself a really good season. Yeah, for sure. And then, of course, you have to include Ben Simmons in that argument for Rookie of the Year. We have no idea what gonna... he's fully capable of yet. Right. So this, because this is what I was going to say, is I want Lonzo Ball to win Rookie of the Year. But actually, as a betting man, I think Ben Simmons takes this. I think Ben Simmons is the Rookie of the Year next yeah. year. We should we should actually put bets on on these Vegas odds and see where who actually wins it. All right. I, well, we can discuss numbers later. <laughs> but I'll tell. I think Ben Simmons wins Rookie of the Year. I think uh, Markel Fultz actually would co- comes in second. Lonzo Ball comes in like a really close mm, third. Okay. Right now, yeah. um, I'm going to stay on the Lonzo hype train and give it to him with Ben Simmons mm. being second and Dennis Smith being third. Oh, so you have Dennis Smith having a better season than Jason. Well, I could see Jason Tatum is going to so. definitely. I, I think he's going to. I think Jason Tatum is going to have a similar season to what Jalen Brown had last year, which mm-hmm. is good, but like not impactful as the other rookies. Yeah. And Mark yeah, Fultz, right. I, I think. I just think Ben Simmons is going to be commanding too much of that team for him to really shine. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he'll have a good season and also potentially a season where he doesn't play the full, full, full 82 games. Um, That's true. Yeah. So got to give it to Lonzo. Yeah. Who do you think as a sleeper that could surprise us and jump it, break into that top three at some point? Uh, Josh Jackson, for sure. Josh. Um, they put him at a 16 to one current odds right now. I think mm-hmm. that's not doing him of service. He's super athletic. Uh, he's on a team where he's going to get the playing time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, if he's able to work on his jump shot a little bit throughout the year, um, he could become a very prolific scorer. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, De'Aaron Fox. I think De'Aaron Fox might – if there's a guy that's going to surprise and break into that top three – and steal or maybe even steal the rookie of the year i think it's fox really okay yeah even and part even of it playing but uh behind george hill he's oh right george hill is there i think yeah i think De'Aaron fox could throw something special okay um yeah, i mean part of it pick. yeah and then part of it is also just like it's a little bit of wishful thinking like <laughs> i want De'Aaron fox to be a really like a badass player in the nba and i want him to reignite that kings lakers rivalry yeah no i would love to see that too i just think it's not his time yet but a few years down the road we may get that coveted uh ball fox rivalry yeah we'll see but yeah i'm gonna go with the sneaky pick maybe De'Aaron fox all right all right i like it i like i like De'Aaron fox's game i have no complaints with that i'm just worried Mm -hmm. about him getting rookie of the year starting off the bench (laughs) We'll see. Maybe he takes that starting spot away from George Hill. Yeah, that would be something. Beats um, the ball to Randolph. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So just another, just like a random question, just like that I wanted to ask you because okay. I, I keep seeing this pop up. It's just like Lonzo, there's the thing with Lonzo Ball just going out there and changing shoes. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. really a big deal to you as an NBA fan? Like to me, it really isn't. Like, uh, I, yeah. I'm not a really care less as an nba fan play good as an nba fan it doesn't matter to me at all but 
as far as like Lonzo building his own brand up, not necessarily the big baller brand, but like Lonzo himself as a player, I think it's just an extra discussion to spark interest in him and yeah, like keep him on the radar. Like that was just that was like a huge topic for like it everyone. Was. Like, what shoes is Lonzo gonna wear for his next game? Like, it was it was pretty ridiculous how much traction that story actually got. Um, so I think it was great for him to do that. That was another brilliant marketing move. Yeah, and you know if <laughs> and the thing is crazy. Like if Lon, uh, I really respect the confidence that Lavar Ball and Lonzo Ball have mm-hmm. in in themselves, but because this could all this hype and talk that they do could very well have just blown up in their faces <laughs> during the summer league. Yeah. But oh, it didn't. Sure. Inst- instead it had the complete opposite. It like rose their stock even more. Everybody knows. I mean, in fact, maybe some people who were super skeptical and were constantly negative or talking smack on big baller <laughs> brand probably went out there and bought a couple t-shirts. Yeah. Maybe even a, maybe a pair of slides even. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's being able to back up all that smack top by winning the summer league that just completely cemented them. Yeah. So it'll be fun to see what continues happening from here. Yeah. Um, the exciting few weeks ahead, seeing where Kyrie yeah. lands, seeing mm-hmm. what other uh, tricks Lonzo and the ball family have up their sleeves. Yeah. See how they stay relevant when they're not playing basketball. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Let's see what headlines the NBA continues to steal away from, or headline space the NBA continues to steal away from the MLB and the NFL. Oh yeah, the NFL season coming up soon. Um, yeah. I could really care less about the baseball season. I'm actually glad <laughs> that the summer league was able to take away a few weeks of their screen time. Right. Yeah, and and we'll see what happens next for next week. We'll start rounding out some more free agencies. We'll see where they go or where this Kyrie Irving story goes, or maybe Anthony actually ends up getting traded. But also more importantly, we probably should start working on our NBA previews. Yeah. We'll, we'll be previewing each team. Uh, we'll go division by division uh, leading up to the season. Uh, that'll be a really fun. Uh, six weeks of podcasts. I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to see where you put everyone in your rankings oh. i'm sure i'm sure we'll have some conflict there but it'll be a lot of fun oh that yep the pacific division will be a fun one <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> right well thank you everybody for tuning in um and don't forget next week will be another episode um and the week after that and once every week we'll be talking nba so tune in see you I'm guys Alan, next and time. i'm out see you later guys